Welcome to the Fox One podcast where we investigate UFOs and related topics. I am Rex, your host and fellow UFO enthusiast. Now let's dive into the subject of today. Mysteries of Antarctica. Today is actually Antarctica Day, which is an international holiday recognizing the anniversary of the signing of the Antarctic Treaty in 1959. It is celebrated on the 1st of December each year. Along with Midwinter Day, it is one of Antarctica's two principal holidays. So what better day to do podcast about mysteries of Antarctica, right? Now, Antarctica has been surrounded by a lot of myths, speculation, and uh, things such as the hollow earth, aliens, UFOs, secret Nazi bases, you name it. And it's not surprising because this is a place which is like far away, uninhabitable, hardly anyone goes there. And truthfully, not a lot is known about Antarctica. But before getting into the mysteries surrounding Antarctica, let's have a look at the continent itself. Antarctica is the fifth largest continent, and it's roughly the size of the United States and Mexico combined, with a total surface area of 14,200,000 square kilometers, or 5,500,000 square miles. Antarctica is almost completely covered by a layer of ice that averages more than one mile in thickness, but is nearly three miles thick in places. But it hasn't always been covered with ice. The continent lay over the South Pole without freezing over for almost 100 million years. Then, about 34 million years ago, a dramatic shift in climate happened at the boundary between the Eocene and Oligocene epochs. So when the Tyrannosaurus rex was roaming the Earth about 60 to 90 million years ago, Antarctica was free of ice. So, Antarctica has been covered with ice for the last 34 million years. Now let's have a look at the temperature. The average annual temperature ranges from about minus 10 degrees Celsius on the coast to minus 60 degrees at the highest parts of the interior. Near the coast, the temperature can exceed plus 10 degrees in summer and fall below minus 40 in winter. Over the elevated inland, it can rise to about minus 30 degrees Celsius in summer, but fall below minus 80 in winter. So Antarctica basically is an extremely cold place, as we all know. But you can still find a couple of animal species out there. The most abundant and best known animals from the southern continent are penguins, whale seals, albatrosses, other seabirds, and a range of invertebrates such as krill. The first confirmed sighting of mainland Antarctica on the 27th of January 1820 is attributed to the Russian expedition led by Fabian Gottlieb von Bellingshausen and Mikhail Lazarev, discovering an ice shelf at Princess Martha coast that later became known as the Fimble Ice Shelf. So now we know how big Antarctica is, about the size of US and Mexico together, how cold it is, um, how long it's been icy, 34 million years, uh, what animals live there right now, and who discovered it first. As you can imagine, expeditions to this area are extremely difficult and are not to be taken lightly. So let's get to the first subject, the first mystery of the Germans going to Antarctica. The mystery of the secret Nazi base. So the Nazi base everyone is talking about, like the secret one, uh, might refer to this one uh, where the Nazis collaborate with aliens. But let's talk about the real historical Nazi base put there first. 
So the Nazis first visited Antarctica during an expedition called the Deutsche Antarktische Expedition, meaning the German Antarctic Expedition, from 1938 to 1939. The research vessel Schwabenland went to an area first claimed by Norway, which was called Queen Mautland. They did scientific studies out there and mapped mountains, using two Dornier float planes. Now their purpose there was to set up a new secret German base for whalers. At the time, the Germans had 50 whale catchers and 7 factory ships operating off Queen Mautland. The area the Nazis claimed from the Norwegians uh, of the part of Queen Mautland, they called Neuschwabenland. During the war, after the expedition, they used the base uh, to attack Allied whalers. And the German cruiser Penguin seized 20,000 tons of whale oil from three Norwegian vessels. In 1943, to the west, the British launched Operation Taborin to counter the possible German U-boat base threat. If you want to know more in detail about uh, the Nazi bases, uh, visit Mark Felton Productions on YouTube. The analysis there is second to none and clearly explains all the details and some of the mysteries surrounding it. On the YouTube channel, uh, it is also explained how allegedly uh, two German submarines appeared in Argentina uh, months after the war ended. And that myths such as how Hitler got transported to Antarctica were based on a book by a Hungarian author named Ladislas Zabo. So on this channel they explain also how unlikely it was the case that submarines, German U-boats, uh, went to Antarctica to drop off Hitler over there. So the Nazis did have a base in Antarctica, Neuschwabenland it was called. It was there to protect and expand Germany's whaling business. Now, the secret Nazi base where they work together with aliens, that's an entirely different story. There's no proof to this, and this story is closely related to the actual American expedition to Antarctica, Operation High Jump. In 1946 and 1947, an American expedition fleet was led to Antarctica by Rear Admiral Byrd. The task force commander was Admiral Prusen. And in one and a half years, they would set up an American base called Little America, on the southern part of Antarctica, whereas Neue Schwabenland was on the northern part of Antarctica. Now the Americans, they really brought in the big guns. 13 ships, 4,000 crew, planes, helicopters, tractors, alligator-tracked vehicles, underwater demolition teams, and lots of huskies and sleds. So the first thing they did there was exploration and lots of tests, including the testing of radar equipment. They did have some problems. They had one ship that got stuck and was freed. Then a submarine got stuck two times and after that was sent home. One man, Captain Ducap, fell in the water while transferring from one ship to another, but he was saved afterwards. And sadly three crew were lost when one Mariner aircraft crashed. The expedition started with Captain Boyd, a veteran from the first expedition, making an entrance into the old base. Then Admiral Byrd was flown over from the USS Philippine Sea Carrier. With everyone there, they started to explore 175,000 square miles of unexplored land, which was the greatest feat in polar exploration so far. 
So now we have Neuschwabenland, the German base up north from during the war. And we have Little America to the south. Now this is where the mysterious part begins. Publicly, officially, Admiral Byrd never mentioned anything about aliens or UFOs in his reports. But allegedly, in his private diaries, other statements can be found. Statements relating to his experiences in Antarctica entering the Hollow Earth. In his diaries, he mentions that he found an entrance to the Hollow Earth. Here, he flew over grazing mammoths. He found a lush and green area. Remember, this is underneath the ice and a shimmering rainbow city made of crystal. As he was flying, his control stopped working and he was flanked by UFOs with swastika-like markings. His plane was taken control of and they landed. There he was received by blonde-haired beings. Admiral Byrd and his radio man were escorted to a building which he described as a Buck Rogers setting. They had a meal and afterwards Admiral Byrd was separately taken to the master of all these beings. The leader referred to the Hollow Earth as Ariani, and he told Admiral Byrd that they were watching what was going on on the surface for a while, and that they were worried about the discovery and use of nuclear weapons by mankind. After this meeting, Admiral Byrd and his radio men were taken to their aircraft and brought to the surface. Now, when listening to this, please remember that this information coming from his diaries has not been authenticated as such. So it could all have been fabricated by someone, but then again, it could also be real. So these two UFOs that escorted Admiral Byrd into the Hollow Earth, they had swastika-like emblems. And some say the Nazis met with these alien beings and formed an alliance making this city they found inside the Hollow Earth the Nazi secret base. There are even stories going around of Admiral Byrd's fleet fighting the secret Nazis. But what can be said is that these beings being worried about nuclear weapons coincides with the UFO sightings near missile silos, even uh, with UFOs disarming missiles. Basically, the entire Hollow Earth theory depends on the validity of Admiral Byrd's diaries, whether they are truly his diaries or not. So now we know more about the Hollow Earth, the Nazi secret base and Operation High Jump. But there are even more claims. For instance, famous UFO investigator Linda Moulton Howe brought forward an ex-Navy SEAL using the name Spartan One. He claims they found an octagonal structure with about 18 feet of it sticking out of the ice. It has doors, about 18 to 30 inches thick, which open easily with no resistance. Outside it would be minus 40 degrees, but inside an ambient 68 to 72 degrees. And from the inside the lime green light, and on the walls you could find hieroglyphs of an unknown kind. Now this claim is obviously something that needs to be verified if possible and to date we only have this witness account. And then there is the UFO sighting in October 2020. 
satellite images show a metallic looking object half covered in ice, possibly a saucer. But it could also be a crater illusion. It has a diameter of 20 meters and is located on the Burger Hills, a very isolated spot at Antarctica. Furthermore, not far from this UFO, they found an unnatural looking entrance leading to an underground base. So now we have Admiral Byrd's diary, a Navy SEALs witness report and satellite images all indicating that there's some sort of underground base or hollow earth. But again, the validity of all three sources and sightings still need to be checked. Now let's get back to the surface of Antarctica. Back in 2016, pyramid structures have been discovered near the Shackleton mountain range. Generally symmetric in shape, however partly eroded. This also needs to be verified. But having said that, pyramids have been found all over the world, so why not on Antarctica? There's a theory that says that all the pyramids form one power grid structure. A power grid used by ancient civilizations all over the world. If for a moment you would assume everything to be true, well, then we basically have a hollow earth underneath Antarctica, ruled by aliens who have been contacted by the Nazis and are in allegiance with the Nazis in one way or another. And then on top of the hollow earth, you have some pyramids used as power generators, forming part of a global power grid. Now, if this isn't the stuff of sci-fi, I don't know what is. One thing is for sure though, all these stories are part of ufology. All cases should be investigated. If 9 out of 10 cases are wrong, but one is right, what does that mean? So next time when you're doing an expedition with your team in this cold, windy and desolate place called Antarctica, you guys might just be standing right above a huge underground city in the hollow earth with thousands of beings watching you. With these findings, we have come to the end of this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I am looking forward to our next UFO investigation together in the next episode of the Fox One podcast. Have a good one.